Welcome to the Inquisitive Nobody. I am your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right. We just going to keep trucking along. Uh, this is uh, Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 9, Three Little Words. All right. So. We're just going to get to it. Nothing to really talk about amongst myself, but pretty soon we're going to be having, why do I say we when it's just me? (laughs) Soon I'm going to be having a couple more guests because I know you guys love those episodes. And uh, first off, thank you for everybody listening to either type of episodes where it's either the recap or um, a guest uh, topic show. Uh, Thanks a lot for that. you know, it, it makes me feel like I'm not doing this for anything, you know, I mean, for nothing, I should say, uh, even though I guess I probably still would be doing it because it, I just, I just like doing this stuff. You know, I, I've again, like this year, I just want to just do things that fulfill me and what I want to do. And th- these are one of them. I mean, this is one of them. So, uh, but anyway, thank you guys for, um, uh, being there, but you know, I would do this uh, with or without you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Any long-time listener knows that I am joking and knows that that is one of my most hated uh, phrases, with or without you. So that was a joke. But yes, um, thank you guys for um, tuning in each and every week. Um, it's, 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 uh, it doesn't, what am I trying to say? Um, it doesn't go unnoticed. There you go. Just like a, chris likes to say (laughs) yeah it doesn't go unnoticed all right so um yeah let's let's uh let's get to this all right let's uh let's get into the show okay so it's day 18 of marriage and we start off with uh, jacob and Haley. so um jacob i think they're damn i forget what they were at they're either probably in the kitchen or something like that but regardless jacob just pretty much asks Haley if there's any physical attraction and she says you know i don't know that yet and you know he does that little like okay (laughs) kind of like a ooh, this isn't gonna go anywhere um and jacob just says to her well you know if there isn't any physical attraction uh, i don't know if we're gonna have a shot and yeah i understand that but it's it's still fairly new i mean look they're both they're both right because you don't um i mean if you're attracted to somebody you're attracted to somebody yes definitely it can grow but sometimes when you're in a room with somebody and you're like damn you know i hit that or whatever or like oh man that guy looks cute there it is like that's it it doesn't need to be like oh man i'm gonna marry you even though these people are technically married but it's more so I guess he's asking, well, no, he is flat asking out if there's any uh, physical attraction because, and Haley <clears throat> is saying more or less that there isn't one. But again, that isn't to say that it can't grow, but he wants to know, do you at least, yeah, do you just at least find me attractive? Just boom, just bar none, boom, I'm in your face. Do I look attractive? Are you attracted to me? And I get that um and she says i don't know yet and it, you'll we'll talk about that later but i get, i understand 
Jacob's um, his question and I understand his uh, but I understand Haley's reservation too because she's been accused of everything out the window so that some of that is going to take away the attraction sure but still at the same time other women have accepted more bullshit from guys but still found them attractive (laughs) so I, i think he's just really trying to find the core of what's going on and he's being too uh he's trying to find like the source code i mean i know he's an it guy so he's trying to find the source code and find out the numerical machinations to figure out why what's going on and he's he's trying too much he's trying too much and he's trying too hard and that that's what he's doing and he's effing up this experiment granted i know that because of his past experiences he doesn't want his time wasted no one does so Every red flag or something that peaks his, you know, his like, uh oh, antenna is he wants to tackle it. I was like, okay, do you find me attractive? Like, okay, you do. All right, that's cool. Um, and all, and all this other stuff. So, yeah. But again, um, yeah, she doesn't know if she's attracted to him, but at the same time, they had sex. So that confuses Jacob. And again, she had sex knowing that she's not attracted to this dude. Um, why isn't she getting hate just like Chris for doing the exact same thing? Again, I'm not defending Chris. I'm just saying, why are we so lenient on Haley? That's it. She's doing the same thing. She thought he was all right. Boom. She, they slept together. Maybe her thinking, okay, maybe I will grow to like him more if we have sex currently she does not same thing with chris at the beginning but to my knowledge she's not getting the heat as much as uh, chris did and i find that very interesting so um we go next we go to uh ryan and clara so they do pottery and we find out that clara is a uh she's a crafty girl she likes doing things with her hands so ryan is not so crafty but he was like well i want to get into what my wife is into just to uh not sacrifice but you know just if i don't like it that doesn't mean we can't do things together and so that's what they're doing um but the thing is ryan is kind of making it into a competition because he loves to compete so he wants to he's he admits that he wants to be the best at Everything that he does, whether it's knitting, crochet, this pottery thing, because he tried to do his cup so super perfect, even though this is the first time that he's even, well, I don't know if it's the first time of him doing pottery. I guess it is, since he really didn't know what he was doing, but he wanted to be perfect at it. And it's like, dude, this is the first time you're doing this. You don't need to be Superman, you know? It's 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 quite all right. You, you're, you're, you'll be good. You can, you are allowed to mess up. But, um, yeah, so they talk about that, and they also talk about um, uh, the distance they'll have with each other because Clara is a flight attendant, so she will be flying pretty much every week. I don't know if it's – I don't know if that is, like, the same time as um, 
as uh, Eric because Eric Eric is a pilot and he he's gone for 15 days straight and then he's home for 15 days so I, th- I believe with Clara I, I guess I would choose Clara's thing because okay she goes every week so let's say I don't know Let's say she's here mon- Monday through Wednesday, but is gone Thursday through Saturday. At least she's back, you know? I mean, it would suck to... I think I can get used to that uh, schedule than the gone for 15 days schedule. Like, that's insane. That's really insane. That would get on my nerves so much. But this is uh, this is the cards that have been dealt. So they said that they're going to try and see what they can do and work with that so we're at chris and page so page no i'm sorry pastor dwight meets with page because pastor dwight gets in touch with page and i guess just to hear her side as opposed to hearing it from chris from a third party so um pastor dwight kind of spills some beans to page about chris saying that when they first met each other when chris and pastor dwight met each other for the first time uh he was engaged a long time ago long 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 time ago and um he was kind of lost back then and pastor dwight had to uh mentor him back there and and he was upset that Pastor Dwight was upset that Chris didn't come to him before he made such a huge defining decision, you know, and um, Paige is kind of good with it. And she's saying that she's so good with it. And she believes that Mercedes isn't even pregnant because she says that there hasn't been a pregnancy test. There hasn't been a sonogram. What? What? Right. Yes. Yeah, I almost said SoundCloud. <laughs> there hasn't been a sonogram. No, nothing. No baby pictures. No, nothing. So she doesn't feel as if she's pregnant. And again, they met each other again. Please, if I I have no idea how to gauge if a woman is pregnant or not, unless it's super obvious. So I don't know how a woman would look seven weeks pregnant out. But. Uh, Paige and Mercedes have met each other in the previous episode, so I don't know if Paige was looking at her and saying, this chick ain't pregnant. Look at her. <laughs> She's still skinny as shit. I don't know. So that that's a, that's a girl thing. So she doesn't believe that Mercedes is pregnant, but I don't know why they would... I don't know why they would do such a thing if Mercedes was in on the if this is supposed to be a a con job i don't know why mercedes would go along with it because she doesn't need to be with chris she even said it she's like yeah i'm not with this dude you know i'm I'm just having my baby so that's it i don't know like i i don't okay so let's say if chris was like listen i don't like Paige. i want you to help me get off this show and let's just say that you have a baby and stuff like that and then and then it'll be good she wouldn't then and let's say mercedes was saying okay fine we'll do that why then why would mercedes get angry that chris was having sex with Paige unprotected because then that would mean that mercedes is also pregnant 
that Mercedes is pregnant and that Paige is, would be also pregnant too. So he would have two baby mamas in a span of seven weeks. She got kind of miffed about that. She was like, whoa, you, you having sex with her unprotected? Like, what's going on? She, she wouldn't have given the reaction that she gave if this was just all a ploy. Now, again, it could be, it could be a huge con job, but I doubt it. I just think that Chris has come. <laughs> so, um, that I, I am believing everything that is being put forth in front of me. So, yeah. Um, but Pastor Dwight is upset that, um, Paige is going to walk away. So she says like, well, Hey, what if Chris was like, listen, what if, um, he does come to you and say like, you know what? I'm an idiot. I want to be with you. What's going to happen? And then I believe Paige doesn't answer. And I'm like, yo, what is, why are you giving this guy so many life preservers to save himself? This guy did a, you know what I mean? Like he, he's not good. <laughs> okay. He, okay. Maybe he's not a bad person or whatever, but he needs to, um, he just needs to uh, grow up. He needs to make better decisions in his life. That that's, This is what this man needs to do. So I don't get why we keep trying to save this guy and have Paige just go through all this mess for no reason. It's like, no, leave her alone. She doesn't need to be a part of this anymore. Well, especially with Chris, he he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. He keeps going back and forth, and I get it. He, I get it. But still, it's it, it's bad. It's bad business. All right, so it's day nineteen of marriage. So we're at with we are with Eric and Virginia, and um, Virginia is worried that they aren't spending time together, enough time together, and there's only five weeks, like five weeks left for her to make. A decision because I think uh, just like Virginia went away for four days or something uh, Eric had to go on assignment I don't know for how long but he went on assignment and she was missing him and it was just interesting because this was the same woman that wanted space and now she's getting it and now she's like oh where is he and you know what I mean it's like come on you're the one who said you wanted space. You wanted a whole entire day of space because you like being alone. You don't like necessarily being touched and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden you want your man. Okay. But, um, and now she also wants a constant connection too. Uh, because I guess he wasn't, he wasn't doing to her. Wait, hold on, how do I say this? He wasn't keeping tabs on her while he was away when she was the one who was away and he was keeping tabs on her. And I find that funny, too, because when he did it, she felt like he was being over overprotective and being like a dad. But now that he's leaned back. You're like, oh, where is he? Where is he? Uh, hey, how you doing? You know, texting him. Hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, so what is it? What, what do you What do you want? What is it that you really want? Do you want him up your ass? Or do you want him to give you your space? Because 
He he's he's giving you what you want and you don't want it. So So we're back to Haley and Jacob. Um Haley decides to buy um Haley decides to buy Jacob clothes, you know, from this century because he's addicted to the eighties. So she can see if she can be possibly more attractive to him. And you know what? She picked out some good stuff. Um and and he he likes it too. She he put on a whole fashion show for her. I think I don't know. He, I think he bought like I think she bought like five or six shirts. And they're all pretty good. I mean, some of them were like kind of not douchey, but he had this plaid is it plaid? Like plaid checker boxed shirt. I think it was it it, cons- it was a white shirt but, you know, brown and yellow checker boxes or whatever. And they're okay, but at the same time, like the clothes are kind of, especially that one, I don't know, it makes him like a douche. Like if I saw him on the street with that, that shirt, I'd be like, ugh, you're, you look so full of yourself. I, I don't know. Even though I know he's not, because I've, I've, I've come to get to know him and he seems okay, but he doesn't seem full of himself. But wearing that getup, I'd be like, ugh, this guy. <laughs> this guy thinks he's the shit you know what i mean and whatever but um yeah so he they, he, he puts on the photo shoot if not photo shoot but you know like the runway walk and putting putting on the different clothes and stuff and she liked it they're having a good time and then they sit down and then he goes back to the uh attraction thing and he just can't get out of his head he's like hey i wanted to talk about I wanted to talk more about it, but I wanted to talk more about it yesterday. But then you went to go hang out with uh, Paige and you never came back home. And she's like, well, I didn't know that you wanted to talk about it. It's like, well, I sent you a text saying a little playful text saying, hey, where are you when you come home? Blah, blah, blah. But I think I think that Haley knew what he wanted to do, but she just wanted to just get out because, again, he's he's too fixated on this thing which i again i understand he doesn't want his time wasted and the past relationships have fucked up his mind so i get it um but she just wants she wants to pump the brakes and just be free of thought uh intellectual just thinking and she just wants to be and he's not uh allowing for that uh yeah so <laughs> but um yeah so yeah he wanted to sp- he wanted to speak to her but to her she he never let it known he never let it be known so yeah and so at 20 day 20 of marriage um and everybody oh, so the experts have delivered a envelope with a series of questions that they need to ask each other about so uh, it's all pretty much based on the love aspect the the title of this episode three little words so they want everybody to discuss what the meaning of love is if they're there what do you want to feel when someone says i love you and and all that stuff so each couple gets to put in their two cents of what they feel 
uh, love is. So with um, Eric and Virginia, one of the questions is, what do you feel love is? And uh, Virginia asks Eric, what do you feel love is? And Eric ex- Eric explains that, um, oh, he says, he pretty much explains what he had with his ex, that uh, happiness, positivity, someone that has your back, um, and because it, it, it was kind of hard because while he was dating no not while he was dating oh yeah after his divorce and then and the next three years following the women that he would go out with he would it's kind of automatic just uh compare the others to her and they just weren't holding a candle to her or what he felt so he didn't waste any time where it was like oh yeah this mm, i don't know this doesn't match up with what I used to have. Um, and I understand that. And Virginia understands that too. And Virginia says that she doesn't really have good examples of love because like her family's jacked up, you know, her, her mom and dad got married and then they got divorced. And then I believe both of them remarried and like re-divorced too. I mean, not remarried with each other. Like the dad had a stepmom and then, divorced her and i believe the mom had a step that another husband which was the stepdad and divorced too i don't know but it's it's in shambles (laughs) and she uh she hates it so she really doesn't have good examples of love but she's getting it from eric and i and firsthand i understand what eric means about comparing your others comparing the people who you dated with with i guess your greatest your greatest love or or not even your greatest love your greatest your, your highest achi- your highest achievement in love which is being married so i completely understand that wholeheartedly like i said after my breakup with my ex-fiance which was it's going to be 9 years in november um I, I one i have yet to have a, another girlfriend and two the ones that i've dated they've been okay and but it's like man it doesn't really compare to her and and that's and that's after the fact too that's after the fact when i'm completely done with them maybe like two or three months after i'm done with them and i just like look back and i'm like man like yeah they didn't have this they didn't have that um and with my ex-fiance i I pretty much had it all and i I don't mean had it all but i was good with her you know, the, the uh, what I always attribute it to, and I, I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again, kind of like a music equalizer. And for the, oh, it's going to be hard to explain for non-music people, uh, not not to say that I am a music head, but um, so just take an equalizer. So uh, you know how there's like different levels, like bass, treble, whatever, sound, blah, 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 and they all have zero to ten. Um, they all have dials or uh, it's either dials or like movable sl- uh, slots or whatever, um, uh, or movable sliding dials. There you go, <laughs> sliders, I guess, either dials or sliders, and from zero to ten. So let's say you there's a, so let's say it's a five slider equalizer, right? And on the top, I would say bass, treble, whatever, mid, 
blah blah blah. It would be like happiness, ass, joy, <laughs> like sex skills, whatever, whatever attributes on the t- on the top. So not so when I say that my ex had it all, I'm not saying that all of them were at a ten. You know, let's say the sliders was from zero to ten. I'm not saying that all of them were all of her attributes were 10. I'm not saying that. It's just that, let's say the first category was at a four and the second one was at an eight. The third one was at a two or, you know, stuff like that. It was a, it was, it was a good balance of everything. Like, yeah, there were some things that I hated about her and not hated about her. Like, Oh, I hate that bitch. But like, she was constantly like, so like if I put like latenance on a on a attribute, it'd be like a three because she was always late to everything, and or, or she was no she was always running late I should say, um and I would get so mad about that because I'm a punctual person but I was I was gonna deal with that it was whatever because I all because all the other attributes on the equalizer were fine they were like six and sevens and eights so they were great and with those other people i'm like man their equalizers aren't good at all or or they're just not they're just not to my liking and i'd be like man i would like if this chick had a little bit more of this it would have been great damn you know who had this in abundance my ex-fiance you know and i always go back to that and it sucks so much and and you realize that uh, yeah, you shouldn't be um, looking in the past, but it it always, it, I guess it gives me joy and reaffirms that I did make the right decision in proposing to her because, yeah, I would have loved her as my wife. Granted, we probably would, would have gotten a divorce and that would have been earth shattering. But what I'm saying is, is that I didn't necessarily fuck up because um, I was getting old or something like that. It wasn't like for an arbitrary reason. She really met my needs, even needs that I didn't know that I needed. You know, so I w- I'm happy for that, that I made that decision to propose, even though it eventually didn't work out because I never had... Um, she was the first person that I had an inclination to marry. So that's why I have yet to meet another woman to do that since. So she should be at that high pedestal, that high achievement of love, you know, cause it's not like I was freaking doling out engagement rings to every Sally, Julie and Margaret, you know what I mean? Like, no, there was only one person that I decided that I wanted to have for the rest of my life. And nine years since, she is still the number one person that I wanted to have for the rest of my life in my life. So I feel that even though it didn't work out, it was a good decision, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I made that decision, you know, so... The thing is, I feel bad for, I mean, just like Virginia. Virginia is very nervous because she feels that she's competing with an old love. 
and that and you kind of essentially are because i mean yeah you're you guys are technically married but you have some big shoes to fill and with this future uh, woman in my life i mean allegedly i, I don't know it the, the, the dating world sucks <laughs> so i don't know if i'm gonna have a future woman in my life but regardless let's say hypothetically that i am she's gonna have some pretty big shoes to fill because i hold my ex-fiance in such high regard because she did meet a lot of my needs not all of them but a lot of them so i get it i get what eric means and i get what uh virginia feels <clears throat> so yeah it, it, it's it's gonna be rough for them so brianna and vincent so um uh vincent asks brianna how do you how do you know like when you're in love and she says well i look for flaws in people when i no longer look for flaws and i just accept them i just accept that person wholeheartedly that's when i know i'm in love that's a pretty good answer i guess i guess a lot of people think in that regard too vincent completely agrees and he says when i can't stop thinking about that person and um yeah, I, I believe with both of their stances. Yeah, excuse me. Um, yeah, you you start looking at the person, and you're like, oh, this person does this, this person does that. But then when you don't even care anymore because you just care about them and they're awesome, you're like, f it, I don't know, whatever. He leaves clothes on the floor. That's annoying, but you're okay. If if that's gonna be the issue, um, of this love affair, then fine because there can be other things that i would hate that you would have and we can't be together because of it like i don't know smoking crack <laughs> or something like that you know if if i would i would absolutely pick you leave your clothes on the floor then you smoke crack <laughs> you know so um I get it, I get it, and and then they said, uh, "I love you to each other." I believe they're they're the first people. Oh, I don't know. See, I don't, I don't know. Uh, they might have been the first people to say, "I love you to each other." Um, maybe I don't know. It 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 stands out that they do, or maybe they just said it so uh profoundly that it just stands out. Because I don't I don't know if anybody else has. Uh, Chris and Paige have certainly not. Um, Haley and Jacob, no. Ryan and Clara, no. Yeah, they might be the first ones. Yeah, so. Yeah, so they both admit that they love each other. Oh, you're so sweet. But yeah. Uh, so we go to Ryan and Clara. And Clara is. <laughs> Clara is asking Ryan all these, they're not even difficult questions, but you know how Ryan is. He's super vulnerable and all that stuff. Oh, for, for, first off, um, I was watching um, The Bald and the Beautiful with uh, Miss Kev on stage, uh, Kev on stage, her husband, uh, That Chick Angel and Marcus Ain on the Gram. So that's a YouTube channel, The Bald and the Beautiful, and they also do Married at First Sight um reviews so you should definitely go check them out for a more hilarious i mean just as in depth but a more hilarious take on the same episodes that i do they're an awesome awesome 
show, an awesome uh, quartet. And I didn't even realize that I didn't put these two things together. I forgot who said it, but I believe it's Angel who said it, where um, they get frustrated that um, Ryan has not um, gone and do the deed with Clara because they do everything else. And I completely forgot that he's a, not hardcore, but he's a very devout Christian. So he's like having quote unquote Christian sex, which is, we do everything else but actually but actual intercourse because then that means it doesn't count as like a fault you know in 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 the eyes of the lord so i'm just like oh that is so right because i'm like why would he do that because i always attribute I, i always attribute that to christian women like they'll you know oh let's not do that please but they'll do everything else so i i it completely left my mind that a dude would do that he'd be like yo let's just fucking fuck like what are you doing (laughs) but yeah ryan is a complete i mean i don't maybe he doesn't want to let the public know but at at the same time they could have kept that a secret claire is coming out straight up saying like yo we no we have not had sex but we have done other things so yeah so what the hell i i mean i guess uh, i can only see like jerking off like Clara's jerking him off or giving him head and he's like fingering her I don't see him eating out anyone (laughs) so not to say that it's beneath him but I I don't see it so it's like man if you're already doing all that stuff dude just freaking have sex bro it's it's fine you guys are again you guys are married so in the eyes of the lord you're good in the eyes of your parents you guys should be good because you're married you literally got married in front of them so what can they say what can they say but i don't know but anyway so getting back to them uh clara asks uh ryan how do you how do you want to feel when you're in love and he can't answer and she asks what do you want from love he can't answer and she and she's like what can your partner do to help you potentially fall in love then he's like okay oh no uh ryan asks clara that because his questions weren't getting him anywhere so she says i need to feel heard um that what i say to you sticks in your head and i want you and she's like you know for example if she says that i don't know she likes something um maybe she would want it later or something like that like i don't know like if she said that man i I like snickers ice cream bars or something she would love for you to like later oh there's uh, snickers ice cream bars like two hours later or something like that 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 you got it for her she wants him to buy her flowers and dinner but only if he wants it only if he wants to like she doesn't want it to feel forced or something like that because then it's not genuine and i totally get that um yeah i used to get i used to do that to my ex-fiance all the time like i would definitely listen to her and you know remember what song she liked so whenever we would um i I definitely said this story uh before but i mean it wasn't even a story it was like a, a, a recurring thing so let's say we're driving in the car 
<clears throat> and I would have my playlist on in in the in the car, and a song comes out, a song comes up, and we're just listening to it. Let's say that she likes it, or she starts singing along to it. I'll keep a mental note, and so next time when I would pick her up, I would I would kind of I would set it up where um I would have I would uh let me see what what I don't know I I can't even think of a song but uh, let's say I had that song on cue right but I would have but then I would go three songs back so when she got in the car and then let's say we went to the movies and it would take like 30 minutes <clears throat> I would put I would put the song I would, I'd I would put the uh the player three songs back so we're listening to those three songs while we're traveling and then the song that she liked was sing and that she was singing before would play and <laughs> she'd be like oh my god i love this song not knowing that i did that and it wasn't happenstance you know i did that because i did that for her i would i would love doing those like little things i, I remember one time where um she really she really loved adele when she first came out um and I got her, I was in Best Buy one day, and I was looking through the music session, music CDs, yeah, this is how old I am, so I was looking through music CDs for, for something for me, but then I came across a CD where it was Adele, but I think it was like her first two albums, but the live sessions, so I was like, oh man, like this would be freaking great for her, she never told me that she wanted it, she didn't even know that it existed, but I was like, look, look, she loves Adele. She loves to hear music live. This is perfect. So I got it for her and I gave it to her and she freaking loved it. It wasn't her anniversary. It wasn't her birthday. It was a Tuesday, <laughs> you know, and I gave it to her. Those are the things that women love that. OK, you one that you're you're attentive to her. And you just give gifts out of love out of nowhere, but that you also listen to her, too. So I I loved doing those things for her, and I miss doing that. I miss doing those things for women too. I I, I really do. So hopefully Ryan uh gets the uh, message. So it's not that hard. I know he's very rigid and very structured and stuff, but I mean he gets to come on, man. <laughs> those are simple basics to uh um getting a not getting a girl to like you, but treating a girl right you know so um but the funny thing is he does look baffled when he's talking <laughs> when she's talking when clara is talking about those things he's like uh what that, that's what that's what i do it's like okay so um he says that he answers the question of uh, what can your partner do to help you potentially fall in love so he says it's hard for ryan says it's hard for him to trust people but over the course of time, he may trust you um, to he may trust you enough to put his love all the way up there. And I guess that's normal. But at the same time, dude, we got five weeks left, bro. Um, you don't have that much time to do what you need to do to know that you can trust Clara, you know, because Clara's in it. Granted she might be too in it because she like loves everybody but that's a loving and giving person i mean that that's 
I don't know. Because with her, you might get, uh, you might get, um, what is it, uh, hurt more, which she has admitted just because you're open to everybody. But I guess that's more, I guess that's, I don't want to say better, but I guess you can work with that more than you can work with somebody who shuts down and is like, I'm not trusting anybody, you know, because the, with Clara, the love is there. It's just that you need to be careful with it. But with Ryan and I guess Haley too, you're so shut off that love can't ever live there, live where you are. And that's not good at all. That, that That's not a good uh, attribute to have. Um, and then Clara makes a, uh, an admission saying that it's frustrating getting most of what you want but not all that you want meaning you know the sex because well not, well yes the sex but also too ryan she she really loves ryan even though she hasn't admitted to say that but she does and she loves everything about him but there's that she loves 75 percent of him but that 25 percent is not that she doesn't love it's just that she has yet to experience it because ryan shuts that down he does not want to go any further and he's messing things up but also maybe he sees that if he does have sex with her and not to say that he's like a sex god or whatever that he probably knows that once they do have sex she's it's it's a it's a done deal for her she's in it she's like okay let's go and he's not ready to make that leap yet because he feels that it might be um a conflict of feelings and emotions and stuff like that and he wants to feel grounded by not swimming in that pool of emotions because yeah man you know we we, we all know once you have sex with somebody things things get crazy and things get muddled i case in point Haley and jacob you know jacob had sex with Haley, so he's like okay things are getting closer but she's like nope i'm backing away thank you <laughs> so he without ryan even knowing about their situation he doesn't want that to happen where feelings and things are confused and uh you know out of pocket he doesn't want any of that stuff he wants things to be as they are right now so he can give a proper assessment, which I guess I I understand. So uh, it's Haley and Jacob. So Haley and Jacob, right? It's Haley and Jacob. Yes. Haley and Jacob is next. So, you know, good segue. I didn't even realize that. So Haley and Jacob, um, Jacob asks, when can you, what can you do to make you guys fall in love? And Haley's like, mm, love seems like a lot right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, Mrs. Mrs. got my guard up. Mrs. Walls down. I mean, not walls all walls up. And he's and Jacob's like, yeah, I understand. You know, uh, we're we're not, we're not getting along right now. So how can we even discuss this question? Um, so Haley asks Jacob, if you were in love before, what were the circumstances? Was it the person or the actions of the person that made you fall in love? And and that's a good question. And Jacob says, well, definitely the pheromone attraction, which is like I was saying before, the I met you first. I mean, just first first impression. Boom. Yeah, I like this person. She's hot. Whatever. And that's what he was talking about. Um, establishing a bond with that person. 
and you think about your need you think about their needs before your own i concur with all that stuff um because he said he's not a big actions guy he's more instinctual like it, it just clicks and yeah, sure, I get that, but I mean, sooner sooner or later, man, you you're gonna have to do actions. But I guess he's not a active service uh, individual, which is which is fine. But that doesn't mean that you'll be able to get away with never doing actions. So that that's why I'm saying that he needs to work on that. Um, uh, Jacob asked Kelly the same thing, and she says that she was on and off. She was in an on and off relationship for five years, and whew, that's crazy man five years i don't know if i could do that um that's that's just that's just tiring um and she said it lasted a long time because he was attentive which is weird and why i do on and off but um she says but if she sees one red flag she shuts down i mean if she sees one red flag she shuts down i guess because of homeboy so um yeah something that's deeply wounded oh um so yeah so she sees one red flag she shuts down and then she says well i I don't know if i've ever been in love and then uh, uh, jacob's like well if if it's something that deeply wounded if you're experiencing something that deeply wounded you you could only it could only happen if you were in love and i and i feel that i i I, yeah i understand that too yeah because yeah (laughs) uh i I wholeheartedly agree with that because of the way that I feel about my ex-fiance nine years later, you know, um, there were some deep wounds and I still feel them because I was absolutely in love with her. Absolutely. Um, so he's definitely speaking from experience when he says that and I, I get it and, and it's cool because they finally shared a bonding moment a real true bonding moment so those those good and um Haley says you know the reason why she got married at first sight is because she hates dating and she just wanted to be married and I feel you like this dating shit is whack you I just want to just get to the good stuff um but I know people who are married it's like good stuff what the fuck you mean <laughs> um i want to be where you're at so it yeah the grass is always greener i guess um but even though they experienced a bonding moment Haley just really wants to be light and slow moving forward like this was great but all the all this seriousness and all this talking it gets her on edge she shuts down so right now she's told jacob that hey i just want to be chill i just want to chill out and just have fun it's like okay so uh 20 uh, day 21 of marriage so Haley says they want to chill and have fun boom jacob says all right i'm inviting everybody to my house for a pool party we're, we're gonna chill out and hang out so um yeah it's everybody it's everybody except for chris <laughs> so um uh at first it's eric and virginia and jacob and Haley. they're sitting at the porch not the porch what they're sitting by poolside and um the girls separate from the guys so the girls are talking with each other the girls go into the house because virginia wants to have a um wants to have a tour of the house because she she keeps hearing about jacob's house how like crazy it is how 80s it is and but also she heard about the um you know the sauna and all that stuff so she wants to show she wants to 
she wants to know what it's about so uh, but they get into their marriage and virginia tells Haley that when eric was gone she organized everything did the laundry did the meals and blah 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 and then she says that eric didn't notice but when he did dinner last week he said he didn't feel appreciated so now the roles are reversed so he completely understood he's like okay no you're right i should you know i should apologize because i was doing the same thing that you're doing to me right now so my bad so i guess that's good but um Haley, she admitted that every convo that they have is so serious there's no jokes like eric and virginia because they look like they're having fun and she wants to have fun too so she wants everything to be light light and slow man um so now so now everybody's at the party everybody makes it um and now the boys go you know do what boys do they go into the gym they go to where his sauna is they go to where his video game room is and all the girls are sitting by the uh, fireside and they're saying that Paige is Paige got a call from from what's his name from Chris. Paige gets a call from Chris, and um, she's like, he wants to meet up for whatever reason, and they're like, ugh, I don't know. It's like, what are you gonna do if he uh, wants to get back with you? And then she's like, oh well, whatever the good Lord presents to me that day, that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm like, fam please have a backbone why don't you have a backbone why are you why are you why are you giving your life to a third party and me just saying that sounds blasphemous because that's literally what all the churches do they give their life to a third party and not want to have control over their own life so yeah maybe what i just said was very blasphemous but it's true though because it's like yo this man has shown you that he's a piece of shit and he has foregoed your feelings and you're like ah maybe you know whatever the good lord gives to me that day no he has shown you chris has shown you what type of dude he is and you don't deserve that that should be end of story you don't need to have a third party come in and say hey um i think you should still be with him because it says so in the bible no this person is not treating me right i need to leave that's it and you got that you got you had that backbone in the last episode and you're like this relationship does not serve you anymore boom end of story why do you need to continue this why do you need to say like well mm, maybe i'm wrong maybe the lord is saying something no (laughs) so uh clara doesn't like what she's seeing with her friend uh go down that she's continuing to continue something that should be long dead but also too this isn't boding well for the religion aspect in Clara and Ryan's uh, relationship because Paige is always like, yeah, whatever the good Lord says, this is what I'm going to do. Whatever this is, um, this is what I'm going to do. And it's like, you know, Clara and Ryan are having religion beef as well. So she's like, wow, like, is this what Ryan wants me to be like to, to throw myself onto this you know entity and hope everything's all right because even clara clara said it to clara said it to chris himself that like if i heard what you have been doing to Paige or you got a baby mom or whatever i would have been out already so look, look at how far Paige has taken this relationship because of the eyes of the lord and clara is like no i would have left you day two we're on day 23 we're on day 22 
um, Paige has given this relationship 20 more days than it should have been because of God. And Clara would have left day two and she would have saved herself all this drama, all this grief. And now Ryan wants to bring his child into that world. Clara was going to be like, nah, fam, like, look at what happened with Paige. You think I want my daughter to have to you think I'm going to instill those qualities into Paige to, to, to stay in something that is toxic and cancerous all because you think the Lord is testing you? No, Clara was going to be like, I'm good. No, we're not doing that with our children. So this is not boding well for Clara. And, and that's and that's just me. This is what I'm taking from it. She she Clara never said this, but I'm sure that passed in through her mind. It's like, whoa! If the, if this is what religion is, I don't want any part of it. You know. So yeah. Um. So day twenty two of marriage. Uh. Again, Clara has said that she always likes to have fun, and Ryan is very serious and rigid. But it's something that they're gonna have to work through. Uh, so, uh, Clara has said that her, no, Ryan has figured out that Clara's love language is gift giving and acts of service. Very good. Very good. Ryan, that's number one thing to find out about your partner that will help you. Um, and he brings her to a donut shop for like lunch slash dinner and he's a health nut. So Clara appreciates that that he is willing to indulge in this sugary goodness uh despite him being a health nut so i i like that and he did listen because he did listen to her because she did say that she donuts is one of her favorite things so boom take it to a donut shop awesome but he quickly finds out that clara is more into donuts than anything because he's like he's a health nut he likes broccoli, asparagus, and green beans, and she's and he's asking her, "Hey, what's your favorite vegetable?" She's like, mm, "I don't have one. I don't know what you're talking about, sir." <laughs> and he kind of gets agitated, and then he starts going to this whole analysis on life. And Clara is kind of getting bored. She's just eating her food. She's like, "Hey, man, can't we just chill out? Like, why do you need to go all into like your whole like life thing?" And um. But I understand because at the time right now, because he was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, this is where this is when all the like the George Floyd stuff is happening and all that stuff. So like I, I'm because he was talking about what gets him motivated. So his life gets him motivated and, every, and the world, everything that's going on. And it's not to say that only oh, asks what what's your motivation? And she's like, I don't think about that at all. So I can kind of see. I, I see where Ryan is. coming. No, I see where Clara is coming from. Just like, yo, I thought we were just going to have a nice dinner well yeah dinner lunch snack thing and have fun but you're making this you're making this you you've turned it into what she say she um that he turned it into like a motivational seminar and you know get free donuts if you want to listen to me talk for like an hour but i do understand his point because of just the way the world is you need to be motivated because sometimes you will not be in the mood to do something or not be in the mood to be somewhere but you go back to the reason of why you started the very thing and that should be your motivation to keep going and i understand that too like with me 
when I do these podcasts, it takes me forever to get set up and all that stuff. And sometimes I'm just super tired, but I know that if I don't do it when I want to, no, when I should, I'm going to be backed up and I'm not going to have any uh, time to do what I need to do. So I do it. (laughs) So I completely understand what Ryan is talking about. And I might get Ryan's reservations because Clara just seems just just like such a free spirit that she doesn't think of much and she's just going to let things come what may. And Ryan is definitely like that. He likes to be rigid. He, he likes to be rigid. He likes to he likes to know what's going on um, and what he's looking forward to. So I get that, too. So and I think they're in the same age bracket, too. And it's not to say that Clara is aloof. I'm sure she has her things together. I mean, again, she has her own apartment and her own car, so she must have at least a good enough job to continue what she's doing. But maybe she doesn't have a super duper like goal like i want to be ceo of something like ryan does ryan seems like he wants to reach this pinnacle and he's going to do anything that he can to get it clara just wants to be happy i don't know if she has like a goal like oh i want to be the ceo of a company or 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 whatever and that's not to say that that's bad too that she doesn't have that goal but as of right now she's good um she wanted her only goal was to get married and have fun with her husband and, and i understand that um but I don't know what her aspirations are. Maybe she's already reached it. I don't know. But yeah, just because you don't necessarily have the same, that doesn't mean that she's not ambitious and she doesn't, and she doesn't have any goals. I don't, I just don't know what they are. I forget. Um, but Ryan shouldn't hold that against her too. Like, because Ryan is super rigid, and, but also he, he, he has a goal. He wants to know what he's doing. Clara's chilling. She, she can, that, that's fine you know she doesn't need she doesn't need to go all crazy um but yeah but that's that's a big contentious thing that they have to uh uh get over get over or know or know how to deal with you know so uh uh brianna and vincent um what oh oh uh vincent presents uh brianna with a plaque on their uh on the refrigerator like uh four four words a day about uh spanish stuff so she can learn spanish because she he wants her to learn the uh, spanish because he's dominican he's very proud of his culture and he wants her to start learning it so next year when they're i don't know at a barbecue or something at his family's house she can be a part of it and i i completely understand that because i grew up i grew up right next door to a mexican family mexican and american family and he was like one of my best friends growing up, and I mean, I didn't, I didn't learn a damn thing, but, <laughs> but I would always go to their parties and just have fun, and yeah, they were speaking Spanish and all that stuff, and I, so I completely get that. Also, too, my ex fiance, she was Costa Rican, so she would always ac- accidentally start speaking to me in Costa Rican <laughs> or Spanish. I don't know how you would properly say it, but she would always accidentally speak to me like that because that's how she showed love and affection she was like oh whatever blah 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 blah. and i'm like uh you do know that i don't know understand what you just said she's like i'm sorry because when she's around her family boom she just goes into her native language and just lets it rip you know so she would do that to me too because like you know she loves me and and she would always call me like mia more or like more um for short and i always thought that was cute like i always loved that because that was like her nickname to me and for it to be like more just like love 
you know, like the like the embodiment of love that is you. Um, I love that she gave that nickname to me. You know, it's like so. I completely understand uh, Vincent Vinny wanting to share that side of him and wanting her to learn that stuff because you know Spanish people got a lot of love and they want to share that. Um, so I can I I, I like to see that envelopment. I I, I completely understand that because I was in that as well. So I I completely understand where Vinny's coming from. Um, hold on. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Um. So Paige and Chris they finally meet on some like rooftop thing. Um. Oh, I think White Oak. I think that's what it was. White Oak. So if you if you're listening in Atlanta, they're at White Oak. I don't know if it was the rooftop. It looked like a it looked like a roof. I don't know. Um. It looked like a rooftop. But anyway. Um. Chris was saying, "Oh, I heard you. You know, you had a week off. I heard you were talking to a lot of people." So he found out that Pastor Dwight met with uh, Paige and he was super mad because he was saying that Pastor Dwight was supposed to be on my side. You're not on her side. So I'm never saying anything to Pastor Dwight again. So he's pissed. Um, but and but he's not really saying anything to Paige and Paige is getting pissed. And then she leaves and then she goes to production. She was like, this is why I didn't want to come here. He's not saying anything. He's just saying the same shit that he said last week. Why am I here? And then so the producer's like, yo, you tell him that. So she goes back down. She's like, listen, you're wasting my time. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want my time wasted. I don't want to waste anybody else's time. What's good? What's going on? So he's just saying that he's afraid of losing his mind because he doesn't. Um, what? How How about if they never know who I am? Oh, yeah, he's he's um afraid of he's losing his mind right now because he he doesn't want to lose his kid. He doesn't he doesn't want it to be about where he's like, how do I know? Like how, how about if they never get to know who I am? You know, how about if Mercedes just, again, I think I said this before, but how about if Mercedes flips out on him and doesn't allow him to see his kid? So he's flipping out about all that stuff. And then he's also afraid of that. He's making the wrong decision, but making the right decision, meaning it's like, how about if him this being the better man and going with Mercedes because he has a child with her or he's going to have a child with her. But in doing so, he's ruining the best thing that happened to his life, which is Paige. So um, he's saying to her that, you know, she he treated her like an option and she shouldn't be an option. Um uh, he said he would be more willing to be with her if the circumstances weren't what they were, you know, because he's he feels that he's being pulled in two different directions. But at the same time, before you knew you had a baby, Chris, you said that she was ugly. You literally had a panic attack on national television that you weren't feeling her. This was before the baby. This was before Mercedes. You were saying that you weren't feeling her. And like... You already made your decision then. I mean, granted, you keep ha- you kept having sex because you thought it was going to bring you guys closer. But then you also said that it didn't. But you kept having sex. So it's like, you still don't like her, though. But, I mean, uh, I guess with Chris, it's like he wants to keep both options open because whatever. He just wants to throw everything 
to the wall and sees what sticks essentially um yeah that's yeah that's what he wants to do and it's like fam you can't do that <laughs> you have to give up one so the other can live whatever that means just pick just pick one you're either gonna pick mercedes or pick page and then that's it well i mean i shouldn't say that because that's that's easier said than done because even if you pick page you still have a living you're still gonna have a living breathing thing that is a part of you in your past so i get it i get chris's dilemma i'm not trying to minimize it but at the same time you can't keep all these plates spinning in the air sooner or later one of them is going to have to fall and you're just gonna have to pick up the pieces and then that's it you know you have you have to make you have to make a decision but yeah he's always says yeah you shouldn't be an option blah 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 and he was saying yo we need a reset and she's saying well maybe, maybe we do need a reset and i was like oh my god please don't do it please don't do it and then she's like okay let's do a reset hi i'm Paige, and he's like hi i'm chris i was like no you were out of it you were out of it Paige. you were out of it why did you continue ah that's what i'm saying man but it's but it's it's just lovely to see this in real time because i'm sure again i i i wasn't it's unfortunate that i haven't that i didn't see this in real time because i would have loved to see what the twitter people are would have said but the thing is it's like this happens a lot regularly than women will admit to realize but i'm just so happy that it's being shown uh on national television so people can see that one some women are stupid but two to realize that wow this is you this is you on screen and so those other women can realize like wow this is how i used to be and wow it's real the struggle is real to get out of a situation because she was out but she pulled herself back in and she was like no this is gonna work it's gonna work yep every girl has at least one or two or six times where they thought it was gonna work with a dude and the dude is trash and it never worked out i love that they are showcasing this this should be a study into women's intuition so all you girls are saying like oh Paige, you what you shouldn't do that blah, blah blah i don't understand why you do that you were like nah understand that you used to be Paige, <laughs> okay don't judge her you used to be Paige, <laughs> okay you used to be Paige. all right that was you but anyway um so day 23 oh by the way too i bet you he's gonna say no on decision day and that's gonna fucking suck <laughs> that, that, that she was out right she was out she pulled herself back in watch he's gonna say no i don't even, i don't even think just to be petty but just just that's his final decision no and, and do a divorce she is gonna watch i bet you she is going to like lunge at this dude if he says no um watch it's gonna be crazy um if she doesn't lunge at him on decision day she's gonna lunge at him on a reunion show <laughs> watch so day 23 of marriage it's Haley and jacob um he's wearing the shirt that he, he's wearing the shirt that she bought her so again they're, ha they're just having a, i don't know where they were i guess it was like a 
I don't know, American Deli restaurant or something like that. And um, they're trying. They're, they're they're having a good time. Oh, where do you want to go? And um, God, not Kevin. Um, uh, Jacob. Jacob's saying, oh, I want to go to Prague because uh, their architecture is cool. And she's like, oh, well, the second largest, no, the second ugliest building in, Amer in America, the second build, the second ugliest building in the world is in Prague. And he's like, how do you even know that? And she's like, I do. <laughs> oh, because she, uh, she uh, not studied abroad, but she went on vacation abroad and he was learning that she almost got to live in australia she did like a two-year visa thing and she tried to find an apartment there and a job but she couldn't and she thought that she was a failure by when she had to come back to the usa so they're they're getting to know each other and this is good this is exactly what she wanted so um yeah this is good so it's uh brianna and vincent um they go salsa dancing uh no, uh, no wait brianna surprises vincent with salsa dancing there you go because again she wants to know about the culture but uh Vin vince is like yeah this is cool it's like i love to dance and all that stuff and but the thing is he's doing horribly at it and he's saying that salsa is like one of his worst he can't dance the salsa he knows how to do bachata i guess merengue and all that stuff because he probably grew up with it but with salsa he's just not getting it and he's just getting frustrated with himself um he's getting hot he's getting sweaty he's getting embarrassed and um he uh the, the class is over uh brianna had fun or brianna had fun but he's saying nah i didn't i didn't i didn't have fun so she's just trying to get it out of him like oh like what what's going on and and this is what i'm talking about well not this is what i'm talking about um this is a completely different scenario than the champagne thing because this this instance right here completely all vincent's fault brianna was very kind she was sweet she didn't joke around she was like genuinely asking what's going on because he felt bad but she also said like look i didn't i didn't get it i i, I kind of got it but it was your first time you you are allowed to mess up but with Vinny, he's saying oh man i'm messing up i'm an idiot i'm i'm stupid i mean he didn't say that but you can just see on his face that he said he felt embarrassed i mean i would feel embarrassed too because those move i don't know I, it's funny i don't know if i well i guess it's not hand eye coordination it's i guess it's eye feet coordination that i'm bad at hand eye coordination is nothing it whatever i play video games all the time i'm, I'm good my dex, my dexterity is fine but trying to learn like salsa or or spanish moves like the, the the steps oh my god i'm horrible at it and i do get embarrassed but at the same time i don't think i'll go crazy like vincent did and he was just completely flustered almost ruined the date um yeah it was his fault he put so much pressure on himself to be perfect but you can't be that that like that but to me i feel that he puts too much pressure on himself to be perfect because i believe he feels that if he's not perfect then he's not desirable and if he's not desirable then he won't get chosen and i think that i think his ex messed him up like like that you know because that's why he keeps stressing that oh brianna is so supportive this is awesome because with the ex remember she didn't support him being an entrepreneur she wanted him to get a nine to five whatever because it's more stable so she was probably saying like she was probably even saying like yo you're too stupid to run your own business like get a nine to five where things are pretty much done for you all you need to do is just show up for work and and collect money and he wanted to um 
he wanted to uh do better for himself and then and that's awesome you you do that freaking Vinny. you know what i'm saying so um but yeah he has pure insecurity and and trust me i understand, I understand that vincent i like i do i'm i'm right there with you man but you need to not be so in your feelings like the like the last time it was brianna this time completely you vincent completely 100 1000 you you need to stop having these little outbursts or it's going to be the end of your uh marriage and your wife is going to think that you're um insensitive and a little bitch trust me <laughs> so uh virginia and eric is the last thing um again chief they're at um they're at uh eric's house eric surprised um virginia by giving her a letter at their shared apartment saying hey come to my crib whatever so he made dinner he did ser- he wrote a song for her did serenading blah 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 so she felt um she felt uh loved and um but again she felt super nervous because she feels that she has to live up to the love of his ex and she was like no he was saying no 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 you don't you don't need to it's just that while he was dating he just didn't none of those other girls sparked the things that sparked when he was with his ex and then he said except for you I mean, good save good save eric even if he might be lying but i don't think he is he he, he generally loves uh he, he generally loves virginia and to prove it he said uh, he finally admitted that he loves her and she loves him too so that's it's all good so they both they both said i love you and i'm sure he got the box that night which is awesome <laughs> it's always awesome so yeah that was the uh end of the episode so i don't know man things are going nuts i, I guess it was the i love you episode but i think like two out of the f- five couples have said it oh shoot my bad so um yeah it's crazy all right <clears throat> excuse me so we're at the end of the episode where i do the uh the skin deep the and self-edition card game all right so i believe we are on uh card card 22 okay card 22 so let's see what this says card 22 nami um well uh card 22 if i do this how will it change my eulogy holy crap (laughs) damn that is that is crazy that is crazy if i do this how will it change my eulogy wow um but that you know what okay i don't know how to okay this is going to be a very roundabout way of answering this i just find this interesting because yesterday when i was at work yesterday night a friend of mine i mean well yeah friend but first she was my coworker, then she became my friend um she has been contemplating um suicide but not like to really do it but just to how to how to how to say it um just think about it but not necessarily do it and i've been there i i I, when she was talking about i i understand what she was saying where she was saying that because the reason why she's been thinking she's been having these thoughts is because her, her friend recently passed away 
um and um like it was with a horrible accident sorry passed away with a horrible accident so so she's just been just contemplating on her own life and i guess the um and what it means and all that stuff and i completely understand that because i remember she said last night that um one uh she would be driving or something like that and she would see that she'd be driving near a cliff and she'd be and she said you know what i could probably end it right now and of course she doesn't but she thought about it and then i was like well I, I didn't tell her this but i was like wow i completely understand where you're coming from because i've i've felt those things before where let's say if i was on somebody's patio or something like that and i'm looking down and i'm like hmm i probably can't make this jump meaning like if i do jump i won't survive and i'm like hmm no, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and again, this isn't to bash anybody who does commit suicide. Suicide is freaking, it's, it's absolutely nuts. Um, but for me personally, um, for me to combat those thoughts and stuff like that, it's just, I, I, I want to see things through. I have so much to live for. I, I want to complete my book. I want to see my nieces, both of them get married i want to see them have kids i want to have kids i want to get married you know all those things completely demolish those thoughts of uh suicide and all that stuff because if i commit suicide none of those things can happen well i mean my nieces can still get married and all that stuff but for me me writing a book me getting married me having kids those things won't won't be able to happen and i would love those things to happen even if they don't happen even if they don't happen I'm still amongst the living, and if I'm dead, then they definitely won't. <laughs> you know, me, there's a difference between giving myself the possibility of having it happen or taking my own life away, and it, it it's impossible to happen. You know what I mean? So, um, so I completely, so I get her dismay about it, but her, with her too, um, she's, she's getting, she's getting therapy, which is great. And she's battling through those um, ideas, but she also has a lot of stuff to live for. She, she's in about a month. She's gonna move in with her uh, boyfriend. Um, you know what I mean? And that's cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome for her, and it's gonna be a good thing. But um, um. But with this question, if I do this, how will it change my eulogy? I mean, I guess it, it's with all the answers that I give. If I complete my book and stuff like that, um, if I complete my book, this is going to be a good thing because, um, what's it called? Uh, I'll be more. I'll be more known than just you know a good guy. Well, I mean, I guess. I don't want to necessarily be known as oh star star martini gene has died blah blah blah. I would want to get a uh a eulogy that shows the humanity side of me. You know, this is okay, this is going to sound really weird, but you know how in Batman v Superman they had a funeral prof- prof- not profession progression uh, a progression for um for Superman and another one for Clark Kent, I would want the Clark Kent funeral because it had 
all his childhood friends he had his priest mom all that stuff you know i want i want that and the whole because those are the people who would know me the most and those are the people who would give the best eulogy for me as opposed to superman who is a star and they'll say all these you know uh broad statements and all that stuff you know what i mean so i guess i don't know i really don't have a proper way of um answering this question but i guess me doing the things that i have expressed many times before in the segment of the podcast um it'll it'll change the eulogy because it'll it'll just mean more i guess um but yeah it'll, it'll it'll just mean more um i'll i'll be more i'll be more uh not famous but i'll be more there'll be more to say about me there you go there'll be more to say about me if i if i do what i'm doing which is again get this podcast off the ground read uh uh create books and all that stuff you know it'll, it'll be good so yeah that's me um i guess i guess that that's how it'll change the eulogy you know anyway well that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as google Podcasts, podbean spotify amazon music audible and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q P-O-D, that is at Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, uh, email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>